And we are back. Back is what we are. It's Fork Buddies Podcast Flan. On a beautiful, overcast, warm Sunday day in the great home state of ours, our great hometown of ours, Dunbar, West Virginia. You know what? It's actually a theme. I feel like every time that we do the podcast now, it's kind of dreary. Dreary? At least it's warm. Warm, man. The past two days have been just... Nice. Beautiful, man. Like this is... Hey, look, one thing the state offers in the, in the, in the view of um, weather and things like that, springtime in the state of West Virginia, everything's in bloom, everything's green and plush, it's not overly crowded, the weather's 60 to 70 degrees, maybe a little rain, maybe not, and it just feels, it's got a feel, man, it's nice. My allergies are killing me. <laughs> I, don't have that, I don't have that problem a lot of the time, so... But I, I love West Virginia in springtime, man. I can't, I can't get enough of it. I think it's raining now. I'm looking outside. It mm. looks like it looks like raining. I think it's supposed to rain the rest of the day. Yeah, possibly. But uh, I, I we it. always need a good rain day. I don't mind it. I, I like rain days. Sunday's a good rain Allows day. Allows you to do some things inside, maybe read a nice book, uh, get some work done around the house. Play so video games. Play video <laughs> Speaking of video games, so there, there, here's a vice, and this is... This is a prelude to what we're going to discuss with our Mount Rushmore series, which let me let me just hit on that for a second. Our Mount Rushmore series is a hit amongst our fans. Oh, really? They think that it and uh, I, we always come we always come back to him. <laughs> our number one fan, Chris Holstein, thinks that it is uh, the best segment that we probably do. And really? I might and I might be speaking out of ter- I might be misrepresenting him, but he said. He really enjoys the Mount Rushmore series. So we got one coming for you. What you just mentioned, and a little prelude and a little uh, foreshadowing to the end of the podcast, our Mount Rushmore topic for this podcast is going to be video games. Yeah, video games. And, and I've actually been trying to think about it for a while. And I'm really at an impasse in my mind. I, it's tough. It, it is. It's tough because we, uh, our, a basis of our friendship... It, which we, we talked about yeah. it way back in episode one and two is basically stems from us hanging out because we lived in the vicinity of each other, but also hanging out in the aspect of playing video games nonstop. Like we were video game nuts. Remember Goldeneye? Yes, that was that was the one. That was the initial video game that brought us together. There, there were there were other ones though, like uh, backyard baseball. Um, that true, but. First was Goldeneye because the N sixty four was probably the biggest yeah. game system that you and I like really hit on and played. I my mom was gonna buy me a PlayStation because I wanted that like I think it was called Wave Runner where yep. you like race Wave Runner sixty four. You like well this was for PlayStation. You like you maybe it wasn't Wave no, Runner. No, Wave Runner was sixty four for sure because well, uh, it was like a pixelated like three D look. Whatever it was for PlayStation, it's like the same thing. You just race jet skis. Oh, okay. I wanted that and then I met you, and I came up here and played Goldeneye, and the worm turned for me right after that. Which, shout out to Ryan Roquette, another good friend from my childhood, who yeah, we grew we, up we going to his lot. house. We played yeah. a lot with him, and he had everything. He had a, he had a back, back when, if you remember, uh, the Gateway computer, the Gateway with like Windows 95 or 97, something like that. You guys played Rogue Spear. We played Tom for... Clancy's Rogue Spear online with a bunch of people from Rockslanta Road. I never got to play. 
and then we also then that transformed us into like the next genre of gaming and gaming consoles was the N64 because you could play four player on split screens. Yeah. And that transformed from he had a PlayStation and I had an N64 and then he might have got an N64 after that, but he had everything. So like when I'd go down there like we would just we just hash, go back and forth, and compete on video games. But like he liked like racing games and stuff like that. So we we played everything, man. We were literally gaming consoles. And then the creme de la creme, your neighbor, two 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 houses down, Nick Cavender had every gaming system, which we've already talked about oh him before. Gosh. He had everything. So we were in the mecca of video gaming. And I'll go. We can go on more into that later when we get into the actual yeah, Mount Rushmore. You're getting me horny for video games. Yeah. So uh, let, let, let me calm you down a little bit. Uh, Shout out to Nick Cavender, by the way. I saw him yeah. on Friday in uh, Kara's Cut Ups and Color. Yeah. There's a, there's a drop. Little 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 uh, promotional. Yeah. I saw him in there with his sister and works at the local CVS in Dunbar. After he left. Kara told me he is going to pharmacy school. At right UC. on, Nick. I didn't know that. That's fantastic. And uh, best of luck, man. Yeah, shout out. Shout yeah. out, Nick Havner. Keep doing the damn thing. Um, but, yeah, so that's a little uh, little glimpse into what we're going to get into at the end of this. And we're actually going to do uh, what we always come here to do, and that is a review it's not a restaurant though. it's not a restaurant curveball curveball listen uh, chow thai is still is close still close i'm concerned and i can i'm not i'm not there quite yet I'm, I'm 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 keeping an open mind and i'm 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 hoping for the best you're kind of preparing for the worst but i'm hoping for the best i'm at defcon 5 okay I'm, it is alarming that they've been closed for what now over a week and a half we're pushing two weeks we're coming up on that, two weeks that we know of yeah so i don't understand how they can keep up with the overhead i don't either i and, hope and somebody's got some reserve money somewhere something's going down but literally please let's let's keep chow thai in our mind it's going to happen. They're going to come back. We are going to go to the restaurant together. Because I can do the review. You can do the review as well, but I want you to have the in-store experience. Yeah, That's the only thing we're waiting on, guys. So when they open back up, I promise we can make that happen inside of an hour and then bring you a podcast. So Chow Thai is the on the docket. Um, we decided uh, on a few places through text that we were like, we want to possibly hit. And... One of those places came up as Moxie, a coffee shop in downtown on the East End. And a little background about both of us is coffee is very strong in our everyday lives. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gets you up, gets you going. I would would describe myself um, as a, a caffeine addict. Like literally, I think I, I I make this joke to people. I'm like, I think I skipped uh, alcoholism and went straight to the recovery aspect of it because they say most recovering alcoholics transform their alcoholism into like caffeine addiction. Basically, just mountains and mountains of coffee and tea and everything, anything caffeinated. I drink it besides for sugary sodas and things of that nature. Um, so I think I've I skipped alcoholism and went straight to. That that side of which I did binge drink a lot back in my college days, and still every once in a while we'll get loose. Oh, which brings me to 
congratulations to uh, a listener of ours who we picked him up a few weeks ago. Kurt Sig got married, successful wedding, had a lot of fun. He sent me a video the other day of me just tearing the dance floor up. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I might have been a little overbeveraged for that, had the, uh, had the Makers 44 out. Uh, from my good friend uh, Will Bell, that was a uh, gift from him. Maker's forty six, sorry, not forty four. Okay, and uh, got jiggy with it, put it in my flask. Got jiggy. Got jiggy with it. Got out on the dance floor, let it go a little bit. It took me about forty eight hours to recover, but hey, I got I got it done. We are at that age. We are at that, those days of recovery are well behind us, sir. Man. I cannot get up and do it again. Like I just can't do it. It's one night, remember, one night only. When I first started college, man. I could I could hammer it for hours and then wake up the next day feeling just like a little rough. Yeah. Get some water, get some caffeine going. Get moving and a little I'm bit. Good. Yeah. Right. I agree. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. And uh, it it goes I could I could do the same thing and then I was also an an athlete in college, so we had different various um obligations that we had to meet. So like on a Friday night in Elkins, West Virginia, we'd tie one on, and then at 4 a.m. on Sunday, we'd be at the old gym meet, getting in cars. We maybe got 15 minutes of sleep, and we'd drive to WVU and work a 12 to 14-hour shift just standing on our feet being ushers. I'd vomit. Oh, dude. You, when you'd lay down that turf in that practice facility, man, your head, it'd just be spinning. You'd be like, just kill me now, please. I just Just, just let me blood. die. Just let me die here right now. I, dude, there'd be... I bet there's 350 people there, and this whole and everybody's just laying down because you can just tell they're all college kids, man. Oh. We all were out the night before, and then that was the funny thing about it is we tie one on Friday night, go work Saturday, and then Saturday night as soon as we got back, tie another one right on, dude. And it was just go go go, man. It well, was non- from, it was nonsense. From the uh, several times that I ventured to Elkins, I I totally understand what you're what you're saying. That just brought me back to... Uh, Animals! <laughs> that brought me back to that one story uh, that we won't get into. But the the one story of you uh, just up up and abruptly leaving at like 2 or 3 in the morning because you just had enough. You're like, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and I don't blame you because yeah. it, was, it was out of control. Like my five years in Elkins were just absolutely <laughs> overindulgence of every guilty pleasure you can think of when it comes to food alcohol and uh, other substances it was just out of control man it was way too much for for me it, it shaped me it helped me a lot but at the same time like it, it set me back a few years on my life probably because i mean we just we overindulged man that's the best word i can come up with yeah i, I think that's an appropriate <clears throat> appropriate uh summation there but but congratulations to kurt. yeah gr- congratulations that's kurt abby well done and uh, party of seven, party of seven for the Siggers family when they go out to eat, which we had a little laugh about that when we went to the buffet out at the uh, Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked at me after he said, uh, he said, he told me he was pregnant, they were pregnant again. And uh, I, I just looked at him and said, congratulations. He's like, what, you want to make a joke now, don't you? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, man, no, no, really, I'm happy for you. That's, that's awesome, man. He knows. <laughs> Because our, our other good friend of the podcast who doesn't listen but wants to be on Matt Henson had made multiple jokes in the past. so uh, Doesn't listen but wants <laughs> to be on. Hey, look, man. We're going to have him on. He's, he will definitely provide a, a few whimsical jokes. 
Uh, I think he can provide some good insight because he follows. Uh, he stays up on the uh, the restaurant game inside of the barstool sports realm, which we're stealing straight from them from Davy Page views and uh, the pizza reviews. The rating system, dude. Man. He just went. Uh, remind me. Uh, reminds me of. Uh, he went to a place called Best Pizza in New York, and that guy does the pizza show on Vice, Vice Land. The name of the it spot is, is Best, Best pizza. pizza, rated a 9.1. And his his highest score that I've ever seen for pizza was John's on Bleecker Street, and it was a 9.4. And he never, he never goes 10 because he grades on a scale like figure skating. Once you see a 10, you can't go higher yeah. than a 10. Then you kind of leave yourself an out. So, like, 9.4 is the highest score I've seen. 9.1, I was... I was I was clapping it up for my boy from Viceland because I love that guy. He literally he is he is deep in the pizza world, man, and he's putting out a high quality product. And I was I was ecstatic about that. Solid. Um, but anyways, uh, back to the the review we're going to get into is I we're going to talk about coffee shops in general, and we're going to get the review in for Moxie, and it's on it's in the East End. It's probably been there for what? How long? What do you want to say? 2013 or 14, maybe? I have no idea. I think it's been there for probably honest. probably four or five years now. And I mean, I'd look, look. It we don't have very many like uh, mom and pop coffee shops. We have. We're just now. None. We're just now getting into the Starbucks era, where we had it at your local Target and we had it at the uh, hospital, St. Thomas, and the mall, and the mall. Which and is now we're going to close. <laughs> yeah, and now we're going to have one location on the boulevard and then one in Southridge cuz the one in Southridge is going in the old Bob Evans. So, we don't have a lot in the way of like other cities where they have like multiple mm-hmm. coffee shops that are not Starbucks. I can't really think of anywhere else to get coffee except Cafe Crema, which uh, is yeah. the one that opened up out here and then the yeah. one on Patrick Street, and then we have the Patrick Street one is not there anymore. By the way, they shut it down. Yeah, they just moved. That's so uh, they, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's all they did. Was okay, just move stores. Maybe the storefront rent was too much, Probably. or it was just not a great product. <laughs> I don't. It's not like this storefront any. Oh, like, I know, but it gets a location. lot of traffic. They they have there's a there's a potential there that I see that they see, but at the same time the parking sucks. Oh, it's really bad. You can park in the back. Though. I know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there was an old food joint in there at one time, wasn't there? When we were kids, there was something there because I can remember my mom pulling in there and we would go in the back for a second. And I can remember it being something else besides a dry yeah, cleaner I have and no something. idea. I think it was a Geno's a long time ago. You remember that? I th- I'm really. I, I, would, I think my parents said that there was a place there called Angela's Pizza. Maybe that was it. But I never went there. Yeah, my, my my mom and grandma. I can remember pulling in the back there sometimes, and we'd go in and get food and come out. But I can't remember what it was. Well. For what it is, it's at, got potential though. There's a lot of traffic on that 25. Ashley man. went there one day against our wishes. She said it was good, right? She Decent. she brought me an americano and it was good, right? It was it was better it's okay. than, better than Starbucks. I mean, look for anybody who doesn't know the terminology, americano is basically just a couple shots of espresso, maybe one, and hot water. Yeah, depending but on the you size, got, it's it's a espresso shots and hot water. And if you got a good espresso, like. It's it's you can't mess it up. You know what I mean. Like yeah. good espresso is is good espresso. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of what you're using, now, I, freshness might be a key. I don't know how that works in that realm in the sense, but like I liked it better than a Starbucks Americana personally. Even the blonde. 
The blonde's good, man. I, I don't care what anybody says. It is good. I'm the not, blonde I is super smooth. I haven't had man, enough. Man, I, I, would, I would rank the blonde up there in coffee drinks right now as some of the better drinks that you can get anywhere. Honestly. The blonde, like dark, the original espresso roast, it is. It's brutal, man. And I understand why people don't like Starbucks in a lot of sense because it's strong. Burnt. It, and burnt. You know what? Ashley comes home from work all the time from Starbucks smelling like just straight up burnt, crusty, crispy coffee grinds. I had, when I was in a dilemma with Caveman, which I I order my own whole bean from a Caveman roaster, a Caveman company, and they roast their beans in New Mex- in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's where their company's based out of. But it's Tate Fletcher, Lacey Mackey, and Keith Jardine. They own the company. Two of them are UFC, former UFC guys, and I don't know how they met Lacey, but she goes all over the world trying coffee. Really cool people, cool followers on Instagram, everything like that. How do you like get that. that job? Dude, I know. I would love What? Actually, they were looking for help when they do these like uh, coffee expos, and they're kind of into the CrossFit world as well. They actually ask people in the areas if they'll come and help them at the booth, and I'm like, man, I wish they'd do something in West Virginia. Yeah, right here. I would, I right would here. raise my hand in a heartbeat. They're actually in Orlando, and I tried to get Josh to sign up for it, I think, or I thought about telling him, like, hey, man, you should just go hang out with him for the day. But anyways, I was in a coffee crisis, and I, I had ordered I, I ordered five-pound bags from them, and literally those five-pound bags would last me probably two to three months. 60 grams of coffee a day in my 32-ounce French press. Um, I grind it up myself, so it comes whole bean. I grind it up myself. And you it, even weigh the coffee. Yeah, out. I weigh the coffee beans out. Nerd alert! <laughs> That's why this this is a really fun podcast <laughs> for me, dude. I, I I'm gonna nerd and geek out. Um, this could go for a while. Just just stay, just stay with me. All right. And I'm highly caffeinated, anyways. Man, me too. I was I, gonna say. It. I feel like I love the last it, yeah. several podcasts. I've been so caffeinated. Ah. It like stimulates attention deficit. It's. I can't keep my mind on track oh, because I'm so caffeinated. Just all over jittery. But anyways, and we're enjoying a nice skinny pig kombucha, which uh, f- number one fan of the podcast. At Moxie, I had him try a uh, skinny pig uh, kombucha. It was a hibiscus one. Loved mm. it. Chris loved it. But you can't. I, it's I hard think, to find. I think I've had the uh, hibiscus. You know what? They sell these at the Capital Market. Yeah. I think um, Purple Onion. Yeah. And sure it's funny. These are like three fifty. I think three fifteen. Three fifty. She said three fifty. And at the Purple Onion, they're like Four five f- or six <laughs> bucks. Per- hey, Capital City Market. As cool as it is, it's expensive. You guys are jerks. <laughs> it's probably, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't want to get into that. So, uh, anyways, I was in a coffee crisis. Let me finish the story. I was in a coffee crisis, and I went into Starbucks one morning, and your, your girlfriend was working, and she, I started out my day with a, a drink order. And I was like, what roast do you recommend? Because I need some coffee, and I want whole bean. She's like, well, I can, uh, I can grind it for you coarsely and put it back in the bag. I was like, okay. So I think I went with Pike's Place or something. Gross. Sumatera. Sumatra. Sumatra. And dude. Sucks. It was so overly Well, Sumatra is is one of their dark roasts. Yes. And it was. I like dark roast. But man, that was like ultra dark. Yeah, yeah. I never could get down with Sumatra. They had one called Komodo Dragon. A while ago, and probably probably about a year ago, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, and it was very solid. Man, look, I love my love for coffee is exponential. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever stop. It'll just keep growing and growing and growing. 
I I threw that bag away, and I, <laughs> I, I I don't even like to say that on the air. Like I, I it, it pains me to think about that bag of coffee that I threw away because I wish I'd just given it to somebody else. But like I didn't even want to put that burden on anyone else. Like if I was trying to get, let's say, let's say you and I were we were starting a crusade for the state of West Virginia. We're like we want to turn everybody into coffee drinkers. Uh-huh. There is no way that we could grind up Sumatera, Sumatra, whatever, and be like, we can serve that to these people and get them to drink coffee. Like, I can't justify giving them it that taste. It has to be like an acquired taste. Some people, But I don't even know yeah. the people that would like that. And I love all flavors and forms of coffee. Cold brew, nitro, all it's, that stuff. It's not and I, for me. It couldn't do it, man. And speaking of throwing away coffee, yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Oh, we get into these stories? Let me just say... <laughs> Everyone listening right now, if we have any like conservationists out there, maybe yeah. maybe they'll they'll change the world by hearing <laughs> this. The amount of coffee that Starbucks throws away in a given day, just just the store that I worked at alone, we had to brew. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you call them. They're not pots. One of those things with the you know the little handle that you turn or you pull on and coffee comes out. I don't know what that's called. Uh, I should know because I, don't I, I worked for the company. But yeah, I, you I don't, should. I don't you know should know that terminology. Yeah, yeah I, hot, I want to call it like a hot pot or something. Shows how much I care. But it, that's where it, that if for anybody who doesn't know, that's where it kind of sits in there and gets real bitter because it gets real. Well, here's it the stays thing. heated or warmed and here's it, oh, it definitely stays hot. It's, uh, it doesn't it doesn't go cold. So doesn't that mean it's still brewing if it's still hot? Like isn't that the whole concept of like this new new age? Uh, well, I'll, let me finish your. You finish your. Uh, well, all I was gonna point. say was, there. There's a role in Star Wars called customer support. Yeah. Which, you in no way, support customers, at all. All you do is is like pick up trash that they throw out on the floor and take dishes back to get washed, and probably the the primary uh, job on on this particular job is making new pots coffee. You make a new pot every 20 minutes. Whatever is left in the pot, or whatever you want to call it, down the drain it goes. Wow. And it's a lot. Wow. Because, I mean, think about it. Most people who go to Starbucks, they're not there for a cup of coffee. They're there for the Frappuccino, for the, um, the macchiatos, the lattes, which that's a d- totally different system than just black coffee. Right, 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 right. So they throw, I'd say in any given day, they throw out, I, man. That's it, so it's disheartening. Got, it's got to be upwards of 20 gallons of coffee just, just at the store that I work we at. We should start a project of like going around to these Starbucks and be like, give us your coffee so we can go out and give it to other people so you guys just don't waste and, all this. And <laughs> that's our noble crusade. The right other there. Starbucks that I worked at did it a little bit differently. We had um, all three coffees going at once, and then we did it on a rotation where 10 minutes would go by, we would brew this kind and then throw it out. The, the And then every 10 minutes, you would brew a different kind and throw the old out. So, I mean, we just threw out coffee nonstop. And, and I would just start giving it away. For yeah, free. you have to, like, right? Yeah. Hey, you guys want this? If you don't want it, I'm just going to throw it out. And... People would take it. Oh, of course. But I would take it. Especially towards the end of the evening when, when yeah, if yeah. I was by myself. Eight and, or nine, you start passing out free drinks. Yeah. There you go. Free anything. Right. Food. Hey, I'm about to throw these, pa- uh, these cake pops away. You want them? 
Speaking of Starbucks, they had a really bad uh, go of it over the weekend. Yeah, they did. Where they arrested those two black guys. Racial profile. That was in Philadelphia. Ouch. All because an employee felt whatever, and they were just sitting there waiting for a cousin for like a business meeting or something. Yeah. And those dudes got cuffed and and taken out. Apparently, they had they they would meet up like that often, and, and the guy just hadn't shown up yet, and they they thought they were loitering or whatever. Yeah, I don't know the full story, so I don't want to get into Guess it. Guess what? I, I don't have I, an opinion about. I anything. went to I just... Starbucks yesterday and loitered. Didn't order anything, and you know what? They brought me a cookie <laughs> for free. <laughs> well, here's the well the, the the flip side of that is loitering does happen in coffee shops. Of course it does. Uh, That's like one of the best purposes of a coffee shop. I agree. And I want to get in I want to dive head first into what coffee shops are and what they what they should be and how many great experiences I've had inside of coffee shop settings. But I wanted to hit on one more thing about Starbucks. Do you know about the Clover machine? I think we've we've discussed yeah. this off the podcast. Of course. Of the course. greatest places to go in my opinion for Starbucks are places that have that machine because you can get legitimately a fresh cup of brew from any region of the world because they offer those, um, I want to call them like um, craft coffee selections because they even have a special board for them. And I've been to two places that has had this Clover machine. And because they're so expensive, like they, this, these guys that came up with the idea of the Clover machine think they lived in Seattle somewhere, but they sold it to Starbucks. So Starbucks has limited locations that have this machine, but it, it does these uh, single serve uh, coffees from that will spit out like the beans on top and then they rake the, the old stuff off the top. It's a really cool thing to see because it, it'll, you know how it takes for a French press, it takes three to five minutes yeah. for a pour over th- three to five minutes. Like right. that all takes time. Clover machine cuts it down like one minute and 30 seconds. And they give you a fresh brewed cup of like some of the greatest beans in the world. Mm-hmm. And the one, I, the two places I've had it at, one I think was in Cincinnati, and the other one had it in downtown uh, St. Paul. And man, that was some of the, that was really good coffee as well. So I, I like if you if you if you stumble onto a Starbucks that has a Clover machine, I always recommend even if you're a coffee connoisseur, go with the craft coffee selection over like the regular blonde or dark roast oh, yeah. for 100%. Like it, it's worth your while to go that way yeah. instead of going the t- stereotypical other way. Which we uh, the other the other flip side of that is Starbucks lovers a lot of them aren't really coffee lovers. They like yeah, the That's what I said. Yeah, they like the other frappuccino crap drinks that are sugar to the tits. It is and just so ridiculous. And it would always kill me on a really hot day. People would come in and they'd be like Oh, give me a Trento. It is so hot outside. Give me, I need, I need a frappuccino. Give me the, the <laughs> vanilla bean frappuccino. And I looked at them. I'm gonna be like, so it's hot, really hot. And you want a drink that is nothing but whole milk Ugh. and and sugar. That's it. You're That's better, all you want. Aren't you better off eating like a whole tub of Blue Bunny ice cream topped? With heavy cream. That's what a frappuccino... The whipped cream, we made it ourselves. Oh, it's so it's, gross. It's heavy cream and vanilla... Pumps. Yeah. Of syrup. Yep. That sit there on that counter. It gets... Day car- in, day out. Well, we it, we have to change them, yeah. But dude. they caramelize on the bottom, I'm sure. Right. If they get heated up or anything. 
You mean uh, the, the whips? Yeah, no, the the syrup bottles. Anything happen hey, to those? Uh, no. That's got to be gross, man. They, but we go through them so fast. Do you? Yeah, like multiple bottles. Well, I'm of, sure you have people come in and like, give me five pumps of vanilla, three dude, three pumps know. of freaking no. <laughs> peppermint. And, and, and you know what's bizarre? Uh, you when they when they, somebody comes in, I need a, a Trenta whatever. Five pumps vanilla, eight pumps caramel, six pumps oh, uh, so cinnamon annoying. dulce, and you. When you hear that, you're like, "Man, they're not gonna know if I." Yeah, if I, like, they're, if no, I they're gonna watch you the whole time you do it. Well, they could. They, they can. Some, some of them do, but um, they know. If you have they like know. a, if you have a lactose intolerant allergy, I understand. Like, but anything else, like if you're. If you're watching how many pumps I do at my job, I want to literally jump across that ta- that counter and just it's, it's, throw a, it's a, really, an arm bar on you. You know, I, I, I would never, ever go to anyone's job. And just stand and, there and watch? Or or criticize them or, you know, tell them that they're inadequate at doing it. Right. It's it's so pervasive at Starbucks. I, the, think, I don't the people think I've are ever... so rude. And working in the drive-thru... Uh, the drive-through is it's like a it's like a parallel universe, an alternate dimension where everyone is a dick. Yeah, and I, I think it's that. I think it's because they can't see you, right? And they're in the safety of their own car, right? So it enables them, it empowers them. It's the internet. It's the internet capability of being a keyboard warrior. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're protected. You're protected behind your do- car door window. Oh my gosh! And they can't come through there and hurt you if they get mad at you, and vice versa. If I jump through the drive-through <laughs> window and into your car, you're not safe anymore. <laughs> no. And I've been, which has been, been done before at other fast food establishments. I have wanted to take drinks and just like throw them <laughs> as hard as I could through the window. They're, they're so rude. Oh, yeah. The, the service industry is just the toughest industry in the world to work in. Customer service is just... those. If you're a customer service specialist and you've worked in it your whole life, you are a special type of person. You deserve... You deserve... A, a special you, commandation, a holiday somewhere. Oh, more than I, one holiday. You deserve multiple holidays. You should yeah. only be working like maybe three days a week, maybe four. Everybody... I'm not going to get into the the pay debate about uh, oh, please. food service workers. Yeah. But what I am going to say is, if you're that staunchly against these people getting paid, you've probably never done the job. <laughs> there is a... It, it is... Hard. It's emotionally, based. physically, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I say that as someone that is never going to have to do that again for the rest of my life. Right, and no, I ever want to go back. It, it's 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 bad. So we I, the last the last point I think I wanted to make. You know what? Yeah. Hang on. All that said about Starbucks, you should go and get a matcha lemonade. Matcha lemonade. Matcha lemonade. A little secret drink from Jay's pantry mm-hmm. matcha lemonade basically it's just matcha powder and lemonade i like to get it half water half lemonade yeah cuts it down cut it cut bit. it out in the sugar and it it's like it's the, a dark green drink well, you could trick people and be like here's my kale shake right but, i mean man it's good it's real good it's like an arnold palmer but matcha i like matcha mm-hmm. a lot it's good i like tea in general a lot too like i love hot tea their passion tea not hot but yeah if you like sour stuff it's where it's at i no, do like sour no stuff. caffeine though no caffeine in there so we've we've berated starbucks enough uh why we're here is let's get into it moxie um 
I've always recommended it to people that I know that are, even if you're not a real avid um, coffee drinker and you like other sorts of like uh, craft drinks, like teas and things of that nature, Moxie's your spot. And uh, we got on a real kick there, uh, me and my coworkers, where we were going to Moxie probably once a week. And (laughs) shout out to Mark Thomas and shout out to uh, Rick Halstead, uh, we would go and get a, well, Rick would get a white mocha, but uh, Mark is an avid chai tea lover, like avid, like loves them. And he rants and raves about Moxie chai tea. And I got to say, I've had, I have quite a bit when I go there. It's, it's some of the best chai tea I've had anywhere. I tried it today and it's a step up. It's like drinking fall and winter in a cup. Like it is like that's that, what you want. That that cinnamony, like uh, pumpkiny flavor. I, it might not be so much pumpkiny, but it just makes you feel like warm and good inside. What did I say today when I when I tried yours? I said it's like Christmas in a cup Christmas in a cup. It's really very, very Christmas. Ris- very very good. And then all like I'm get, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but like all of the drinks that they have in there, it they're all good. Like, it is a legitimate coffee shop, and I say that because I've heard other people talk about it, and I've talked about it myself, and and being and going around different coffee shops in the country, and I'm going to get into that, Moxie is is in a, a very high tier of the coffee shops that I've been in. Because it's not overwhelming. Like, you ever been in a coffee shop setting where you walk in and you're like, Man, they got a lot of options, and I don't know what what any of this means. And I think that 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 kind of deters people sometimes from doing the coffee shop experience because if you're, let's say you're not, let's say you're a a a, a novice coffee person, mm-hmm. you walk into a legitimate coffee shop, you start reading the menu, you're like, what does an americano mean? What does a um, a cafe latte mean? What does all those different drink names? And you're like, what's a double down mean? What's a uh, red eye mean? Like, what's all this stuff mean? Yeah. And it's a, it becomes overwhelming because you, I, I've there's a there, there's sort of a pretentiousness about coffee shops in a, a sense because there's a lot of people in there that are like, uh, hall of famers when it comes to coffee. Oh yeah. And then there's other people that are in there that are kind of lower tier, but they have people with them that can tell them what to order and what not to order. But if you go in there by yourself and let's say you're a novice, you're gonna look at that and be like. Ooh, I don't know what to do here. But I think what Moxie does well is they lay out a short-sided menu for you, and the people in there are really friendly, and you can ask them a question, they'll answer it. But it's not, like, overwhelming. I think the best summation is quality over quantity. 100%. And you and I both love that. They have a very specific skill set, and they don't go outside of it. And it works. Works. Now, do you, I, I'll, we can get into the gripes later, but like the the equipment that they're using, they use it as decor, and then they use it as functionality. So that coffee, that espresso machine that they have, I would guesstimate is anywhere from five to probably twenty thousand dollars. Would you th- would you say I'm right? That's a big window. It is a big uh, window, but I don't I, I don't want to misinform. But I think it's a pretty expensive machine. Yeah, I would. Yeah. And dude, it it turns out that they I mean, they're they're quick in there. They yeah. turn out a drink pretty quickly. And they got they had three workers today when we were in there, 
and I got we both got our drinks relatively fast, mm-hmm. and then I ordered some stuff to go, and, and I got it faster than what I thought. So it's a legitimate coffee shop. They're not doing anything uh, novice. They're literally Correct. you got to know how to work that machine to work there. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a crash course. I'm sure it's. I mean, you've been through training for drinks mm-hmm. at, in your previous employer that we just talked about, but. There's a learning curve. There is. And if you're not interested in that, then you probably shouldn't work in the setting. But at the same time, if you are interested in that, I feel like that information carries over if you were to start your own business. Yeah, it would. You know what I mean? And here's the, the cool thing about Moxie. Um, they they really want to... Uh, how do I say it? They, they try to deliver the coffee shop experience. Yes. Okay, now if, you're, if we're looking... At comparing this to Starbucks, all I see is Starbucks is trying to turn a dollar. Yeah. Um, because I mean, what a gallon of milk is like what four bucks, roughly. Right. I would say only like a sixth of the of a cup of milk goes into a frappuccino. Five dollars. So it, it's it's stupid the amount of money they're making, and. They they take away from the coffee shop experience with the implementation of a drive-through. Right. They're not trying to have people come in, sit down, create dialogue, have meaningful experiences with other humans over a cup of coffee or tea, whatever. They just want you in and out, just like any other fast food place, so that they can make money. Right. And the the work environment is very indicative of that. Uh, I think at, they do both, though. I th- I think they they add that that component when they add the drive-thrus but there, I have been in a s- setting where they don't have the drive-thru and it does feel like a coffee shop you like mean at Starbucks? The, at Starbucks okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, when you add when you add the component on uh, the boulevard with the drive-thru when you put a drive-thru it, it, all, it, it all changes goes out, it changes the whole the whole thing it all goes out the window right pun intended right, right? It, I agree it, it goes agree. right out the window but at Moxie um, oh and another thing about about working at Starbucks you're talking about getting trained to make drinks. There are only about two million combinations of of things. Oh, it's you can insane! Do. Yeah, it's so, insane. So it's really difficult at first to learn. There's a learning curve that is probably it's, unattainable inside is, of six months. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. Um, Just keeps going and going and going. At Moxie, they have I swear they have like five coffee drinks and like five tea drinks. It's yeah, it's pretty simple. So they keep it simple, stupid. On top of that, you're not hustling to to throw things out of the drive-through as fast as you can. Right. Um, the customer turnover rate is really not that large. It, you have like I, I don't know. While we were sitting there, how long were we there? Maybe about 40, an hour. An hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, in forty-five minutes to an hour, I would say. 15 people came. Yeah, it's it's a really uh, intimate and a quaint setting because what they... I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because I want to expound off that, that point that you just made. It, it makes you feel like... We had a few conversations in the coffee shop today that just make you feel like... It's sort of like the deals experience that we talked about. Yeah. Like you can just go in and and, and, and have a, a random conversation and feel good about it in most aspects. And we'll, we'll, we'll hit that story in a minute, but I wanted to finish your point. You're 100% correct in the sense that like when Starbucks uh, basically 
look, they're, they're the they're the McDonald's of the the coffee game. All right, they literally branched out, and that brand, that little that green woman on that cup, it's a status symbol now. So literally, when you walk through Target, you got that cup in your hand. When you're going to your uh, local soccer game, your local uh, baseball game, you got the kids in the car. You run through the drive-through. You get that. You get that status symbol. You hold it in your hand. Like, look, I'm here. I like coffee. Doesn't matter what's in that cup. It's it could incredible. Be, it's incredible. It's incredible. It, that it, little green symbol is is the symbol of the affluent lifestyle right. that everyone keeping is up with the Joneses. Right. It's. It's if the you look. have that, yeah. If you have that, you're good. Right. Everyone knows. Oh that. yeah, you're yeah. A, you're a real like upper echelon human being. You're not drinking GoMart coffee <laughs> or Speedway coffee. You're drinking Starbucks. Starbucks, and you're paying for it, sir. Because just looking at these prices, it's ridiculous. Like it really is. You and got I, Starbucks up right I now. I got Starbucks prices up right now. Cafe latte tall two ninety five. What do you think they make that for? Seventy five cents. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Less, like, less. <laughs> a tall, a tall latte, and that's more milk than it is coffee, right? And and foam. Cafe latte's got milk and and uh, it's whipped. It's whipped milk, right? It's steamed. Steamed milk. milk. It's steamed milk, and a tall has one it's, shot of espresso. Exactly, one, one shot. shot. You one can shot. get more. You can get more, but it's one shot. Yeah, you can add a shot or whatever, but flat white three seventy five, which is sort of the it's layers of cream and milk, I think. Right? No, no, flat white. It, first of all, they use ristretto shots instead of just regular espresso shots, and whole milk in, instead of two two percent, which was the standard. Okay. Um, you got your frappuccino list here. Your Carmel frappuccino tall three ninety five. That's what I'm talking about. Three ninety five for whipped cream and a, and a barely a shot of anything. There, how much caffeine you think's in that? In a caramel? Yeah, none. Crazy, none. dude. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Oh wait a minute, I'm trying to think. Caramel frappuccino. I can't remember. Whatever. Dude. I can't remember. It's it, their prices are based off that little cup. That that cup is what they base their prices on. And they they upcharge you, they they definitely upcharge you. But they can. Yeah, it's like I said, a, a gallon of milk is like four or five dollars depending on where you live. Right. And a small frappuccino that uses seriously a sixth of a cup of milk or something like that is almost as expensive as an entire gallon. You are paying for sugar. Yes, you're paying for that sugar rush high. and and ice. Yep. Sugar and ice. And I, that, that's not what I want. I didn't... Uh, I We un, unmistakably got into this podcast thinking that we might mention... I got Starbucks. a lot of rage. I got a lot yeah, of rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, want, I don't want it to be one big bash fest because I like Starbucks. Don't give me... Let, let, me let, let me just put this out there. I If Starbucks is in my vicinity and I don't know, let's say, the other things that are going on in that vicinity and it's close... Look, when I, when I go to Cincinnati in the, uh, next week for work with Chris there's a Starbucks on the way to work I don't have I don't want to stop at a gas station I will gladly take five ten minutes and go into that Starbucks and get me a nice coffee and walk out mm-hmm. the convenience of it and the, the the familiarity of it is is nice you ever get an espresso shot just in your black coffee you get a red eye 
I've never had, I maybe in 2015, 16, maybe I had a red eye and that's because I was extremely tired. Never had one. I want to try one. You should. I mean, you, you I don't want to do it right now. I've had, I've right. had, I've had a triple espresso. I've had just, just, just a shots? straight triple espresso and I it comes like in it. a little like, oh, yeah, like teacup. Little, little shooter. And I actually, my fa- favorite dining experience of all time, it's a 9.4 to a 9.6, Manny's. Oh yeah. I finished my night off after having a nice steak and cheesecake with an espresso shot. And it comes with like a little brown sugar cube and a lemon wedge, lemon uh, uh-huh. swipe. Delicious. Nice. Puts you right on par where you need to be after having a few alcoholic cocktails. Lance putting on air. Yeah. I held up my pinky as I drank it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, but I I love espresso. I love I love all I love the 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 essence of coffee in the most like um, true form. Yeah. I don't like all the fill. I don't like the flat whites. I don't like the uh, um, cafe lattes. I literally I'm an americano. I'm a red eye. I'm a nuts and bolts kind of guy. Like you ever do the Starbucks double shot? You ever try that one out? No, that's a doozy. Is it? Yeah, it really wake you up. Yeah. Um, I will say this though, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be hypocritical. My homebrew life is totally different than my life outside of in a coffee shop world. Where when I make my own coffee at home, I go for a um, a uh, nutrient effect. So you know about my turmeric creamer that I use. I, do. I, I do. use MCT coconut oil. I use a little pinch of Himalayan sea salt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I dash some cinnamon in there. I've, I've been known to dash turmeric. I've even known to been dash cayenne in my coffee mm-hmm. with, with uh, grass-fed butter, uh, cocoa or uh, cacao butter. I, I've I've done it all in the sense of like putting it in my coffee, and I, that's my other like I I have two lives in the coffee world. I have my home experimentation life, and then I have my coffee shop life. And if you want, if you want to put it like that, all right. So, so like when I go to a coffee shop, I'm more um, I'm more reserved. I'm pretty straightforward. Like I'm not gonna go like whimsical with okay. the the flavor like i just want the straight bare knuckle coffee so what you're saying is you're a coffee mormon and when you go out to the coffee shop you're super conservative <laughs> super conservative and you come home and you just, just get freaky <laughs> good analogy in the moment yeah if, let, let, uh, uh, yeah good good it's funny and uh let's leave it at that so Anyways, back to our review. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. Uh, Moxie uh, coffee selections, bare knuckle, in my opinion. They offer you some of the basic coffee cocktails out there. All really good. Love them all. So there's that. You know what else is really good about Moxie? Hit me. They're little pastries. And those are not Moxie's pastries. Those are from somewhere else. Where? I'll get back to you on that. I'll do a little research. I continue, continue with your uh, review of the Now that the I think pastry, about it, so. I mean, today we had a, a scone. I don't know what kind of scone it was. It was a uh, apple scone. Really? No, strawberry. No. Well, I, I don't care what it was. Yeah, it was strawberry. Strawberry, strawberry it, scone. Just a scone. Some scone. Some fruity scone. And I feel like it came from the, the Charleston Bread Company. Uh, Is that what that's called? My girlfriend worked there as well at one point, and she used to bring them home. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure. Are you looking it up? I am just uh, like what they the <laughs> options were. They're like some cookies, some big, huge, round cookies. Oh, like, dude, I had. They're a, like the size of my head. I had a uh, double chocolate chip brownie in there, or something of the the, the sorts mixed and together. And brownies. Ah, oh, dude, man. it was so good. I like um, I like chocolate, but I'm not like a I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Take I, or leave it. Really. Um, they had. My, I bought my wife back a blueberry muffin. They had um, cherry danishes. They had those. Looked they had snickerdoodle cookies. Tasty. Uh, yeah, and they're huge, yeah, man. Those cherry danishes. They were square, and I don't. Uh, I don't see anything in here comparable to the size. It's how big. Oh, they dude, were. they're huge. Maybe the size of that. Uh, I think three your, people. Your three, Apple Super, yeah, yeah Super, Super Drive. Drive. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, size. It, you you could share it with three people for sure. Yeah, uh, three easy, or four people. Easy. It could be easily sit in the table where everybody kind of pick at it, kind of thing. You know what I didn't like, and it's not the first time that yeah. it's happened to me there. I don't know if it's if it's uh, just what I order, but the cups that they bring it to me in, it kind of takes away from my coffee moment. Because it's oh, like, yeah, I you don't feel like it's a coffee cup. They, they have those plastic, um, like, it's almost like, I have them downstairs in my pantry. They're like, uh, they're plasticky, like, water cups almost. Oh, they like, suck. They, that, that, that was a weird vessel to put coffee in. I didn't understand it. She brought it to me, and then she told me something about something that's on the bar if I want it. And it, I was wanted, co- it was cream and uh, sugar is what she I said. I wanted to be like, other cups? <laughs> well, there was a guy behind you, an older gentleman, that was drinking out of one that was all metal, and I felt like that might have been more conducive to what you were drinking in comparison to like plastic. Yeah, or what, I, what? What? What is that? It's like a, it's like a plastic cup, right? Yeah, I think so. It's weird. It's it, a weird. It's a weird vessel for a cup. I think coffee should always come in the form of a mug. Yeah, ceramic, whatever that sort of mug. Every time I go, because Moxie offers these international coffees. There's like an Ethiopian one, which is great. Uh, the Mexican one's great. Yeah, a Costa Rican one. Yeah, uh, which I've had those before. But today, what, what was it? Oh, Papua New Guinea. They had Papua one. New they Guinea. had one from Papua New Guinea. Well, that's pretty standard too, I think. I've never had that one. Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was. But I swear, I, I, I'm just so thrown off by that cup. Yeah, that was a weird one. Every time I get one, they they give it to me in a cup like that. Oh, my, my chai latte came in a nice mug with a plate, and then she drew a... Uh, yeah, I had mug envy. She I, had a, uh, a a feather as the the art on on it, and it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, I want to go somewhere where they can, like, really... Oh, coffee art's one of the coolest things ever, man. Like, it is... That, but you have to get those kind of drinks that I don't like. You know I what I mean? Like, no. like lattes and, like, anything with, like, filler in it, you have to... That's, that's how they do the art with it. So yeah. it's basically a shot of espresso, Probably cappuccino. Like, cappuccino is all foam anyway. Yeah, but they use that. Which I don't get. Cafe lattes, they do the same thing. Like it's a lot. Like if you ever see anybody do it on like Instagram or Facebook, let me, or let, me let me use this platform to ask this question to our viewers. Anyone out there, or viewers, our listeners, anyone out there that drinks cappuccinos regularly, get in touch with the pod. We want to know why. <laughs> why? Why Survey. is it? Yeah. Why is it appealing to drink foam? It's like if you get a beer and you get foam, that's sick. You want it to have a little head, though. You do. With beer. You do. Because that lets you know that it has, what, it's head. carbonated? Or yeah, it sure. Had, yeah, it's but been brewed properly. But head is different than 
all foam. Right. Cappuccino it, is like three-fourths foam. I think it just depends on the level of a coffee shop that you're in. Uh, like, obviously, you don't want a whole lot of foam at Starbucks because it's just not as good as coffee, but I think... And you got the jerks that come in and they say, give me a venti cappuccino wet... I gotta get I gotta get you off this topic. We we can't we can't yeah. keep going back. Can't keep going back to I Starbucks. Told you, I got a lot of rage. Yeah, a lot of rage. Um so yeah, the, the vessel for your coffee was a little a little off putting. Yeah, I don't like it. Um I didn't either. Um and I don't think I don't know if that's happened to me there before, but I can confirm it has happened to me before. Okay. Um That's the only thing though, that's the only gripe. I want to let people know, though, that I'm not on the level of being able to taste coffee the way that they describe it in the description yet. Like, you know, you ever ordered a coffee and they, they give you a list of descriptions on what you're going to taste? Like, yeah. you get a hint of, like, uh, lemon zest yeah. and uh, uh, from a far region with blueberries and oranges. and I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Like, with, I don't get that. I'm not to that level yet. With beer, I can do that. I can be like, I can taste a little hint of blueberries right, or right, whatever. Right. With coffee, it's very holistic, and I just taste the, the finished product. And you can – here's what I do know. I can taste between, like, freshness and burnt and something that's been sitting there for a long time. Yeah. You can taste – anybody. Here's, here's a little tip for anybody that's going to get into the coffee game or is in the coffee game. Right away, you can you – can, if I put one fresh coffee beside a, a coffee that's been sitting in one of those pots that we talked about earlier – I can tell you can I can teach you how to pick out the freshness and how to pick out the uh, bitter one. Mm-hmm. It, coffee when it's bitter, bitter, you can it's burnt and it's been sitting in a vessel for a long time, continuing to brew. When it's fresh, it comes straight out of the pot all together. Don't let it sit there because if it continues to sit there and stay warm, it will continue to cook and brew, and that'll let you know right away. Like if you let's say you use a vessel, plus with a pr- just like anything else that has you know different components that make it up with different densities it's going to separate right and it's the sit time on it so like if you get if let's say you order a french press at uh black sheep for brunch they offer that option i think it's like three bucks whatever they bring you a french press out you want to plunge that french press after it brews for about three to five minutes and then you want to get out uh, you want to get that coffee out immediately because if it continues to sit in that french press it continues to get bitter and it's still it's still doing its thing so get it out quickly so that that I could I could definitely let people know like this is fresh and this is crap. Yep, yep, yep. Right away. Um and with Moxie, always the the freshness of the coffee's top notch. It's always there. Mm-hmm. Um decor. I like it in there. I don't hate it. I like it in there. It's, it's all right. It's kind of like a, a funky uh The layout is really strange. Uh yeah, a bit. I don't understand they have like two sides to the shop. One side has a couch and like a little coffee table sort of thing, more intimate. And the other side has tables and, and booths. Right. And then like a, a, a patio outside. But in between that is the bar where you order your, your coffee and tea and pastries or whatever. And it it extends out so far into the space of the shop the walkway it, it, it yeah it, it's so narrow to get through there it's very odd to me yeah they probably could have kept the bar on and on one side and and it's, then yeah. opened it up the other way it's really but it's an odd storefront yeah. in general i don't know if they built that from the ground up or it was already in place i don't know what Plus, was there before what happened with the parking man 
it's they took I guess uh, CAMC took that parking lot or somebody. I don't get it because there it's like there are parking spots b- behind and to the side of the building, but they're roped off so you can see them, but you, but can't, you can't get, get in to there. them. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're out there like uh, shooting people for spots. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard it, to come. I, by. I would say in their prime hour, it probably gets kind of tough to get in there. I'm pretty sure we parked in a handicapped spot today. <laughs> yeah, we might have. I didn't really think about that one. You just, up. yeah, it's all right. I, I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sorry about that, handicapped people. <laughs> didn't mean to do that. Um, I, but I felt like the lines weren't very. Uh, they were. They weren't. They were. They were kind of. Uh, yeah. Then they weren't crowded. But the the lines for the handicap were either. I felt like they were kind of uh, faded. They were almost non-existent. Right. So. Um, yeah, I, I agree though. The the layout's kind of weird, but I like the feel of it. I like the the um it's like a um they have this I don't know what moxie means. Um I feel you, like it means like you got balls. Okay. You got moxie. Okay, you got moxie. All right. So, wonder what their fascination with beetles is. Man, I don't know. You it's, know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's, it's odd, it's right? Creepy. Yeah. It's got to be an owner thing. I know, like whoever owns that has to have like this fascination with like beetle decor or I something. I know an entomologist, so I'm going to ask him. Please, next time I see him. I'm going to ask if. What's if the correlation between the name Moxie and beetles? Is yeah. there is there a correlation, or is that just because something their cork? They got a cork. We mentioned something today. They always have these very strange videos, like from YouTube. Yeah. Playing on their TVs, just just. Just to watch while you drink coffee, I guess. It's a great conversational yeah, piece. Yeah, the videos are really... Awkward and weird, but they random, allow... Yeah. Right, like, I have no idea where they pick this selection of videos from. But, like, today there was a dude in one of those those <laughs> fat suits that you put air into. And he, he wasn't even doing anything. He's he was just kind of, like... Rolling around. Going back and forth on his feet. <laughs> and then after that, there was a dude riding, like, one of those huge bikes 1920s bikes with the mega front wheel which is awesome the real tiny back yeah if he'd have fell he'd have fell 15 feet to the concrete oh that's an er visit 100 percent. he's breaking a bone but they've had videos of like dung beetles rolling Rolling. up poop balls reminds me of that uh big bang theory episode where they meet um is his name uh charles black you know the comedian uh He's oh, a comedian. Louis Black? Yeah, Louis Black. And yeah, he's yeah. an entomologist, and he's talking about Is how his really? wife... Yeah, in, in, oh, in the show. In the show. Okay. And he's talking about how his <laughs> wife... Because they're trying to figure out if it's a, a field cricket or yeah, it's yeah. a uh, some other form of cricket. Yeah. And uh, he just goes on this wild rant. And he's funny. He's funny because he's just one of those guys that just, like, he's angry all the time, and that, in turn, makes it funny. Yeah. Um, but I always think when someone says entomologist, I always think of him. But anyways... I, I don't understand. I don't I just, understand the beetle yeah, thing. I don't, like, they I don't have get like it they have like metal beetle head sculptures. But I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't care. I don't care either. I don't. I, I just think it's cool. It's I've never seen it before. It's, it's unique. New, it's unique. It is unique. Um. So the, and I feel like their their symbol for this for the shop. It's like ram's heads or something. yeah 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 yeah. That's unique too. Better, yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's it's like a modern like anybody knows the answer to these questions. I'd love to talk I'd love to sit down and talk with the owner of the place because when we used to go in when he had that stint of going in like uh every week, we they had this Seinfeld replica of the oh, studio. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh 
I want to talk to the because yeah, obviously I I'm a know. huge. We're both avid lovers of Seinfeld. I want to know more. I want to know more. Why? How, that's ex, that's an expensive piece. I want to know where he got that or want, she. Yeah. Like that's an expensive piece, and that, it's pretty cool. I'd love to have that in my collection. That's an expensive piece. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that about it, just. It, well, it's it's art it's in a lot of ways. It, it's it's and then they have the um, on the walls they have uh, like cold brew stations yeah. that are in the sense of like beakers and like science it's like titration it's like, devices it's cool yeah. man it's it's interesting um i i enjoy sitting in there and having coffee with people though i don't like to get it to go i like to have yeah. it i like to have it there so um it, it created some banter today yeah 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 between. well let's get into, let's get into that story um so basically what happened today was we're sitting there minding our business Eating our uh, scone, our scone, and and I'm drinking my Papa Nuke Guinea and coffee. Drinking my chai tea. And this lady comes up and asks if we wouldn't mind to move to a different table across the store because she has a group coming, and we're sitting. We're we're the jerks that the two of us were occupying like a table for six. Yeah, we were. But whatever. Um, and we're like, yeah, no problem. And. She followed that up with, oh, thanks. Hey, are you guys twins? <laughs> and I don't know who that was more insulting to, me or you. I was one to ask who was the better looking one, but I didn't. Oh, you I should didn't. have. <laughs> I didn't. You um, should have. I needed that eagle boost today. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I, I was just kind of amazed because I feel like we've gotten that sentiment in other places, but maybe nobody's like... That's not like that. I said that we've gotten asked before if we're brothers. Right. But definitely not twins. I think I think at least one time I have said yes. Just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's easier to just say, <laughs> say yes. Say yes than to actually go yeah. into why we're not yeah. related. I mean, I guess to some extent we kind of look similar. I have We a, have similar body types. Yeah. I um, have facial features. Right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. your beard's way thicker than mine. Yeah. Hair type's probably about the same because we both have thinning... Uh, old man. Hey, <laughs> mine's going out in the back. Uh, mine's my, going out in the front. So. <laughs> my my hairline's receding back. Like it's just it's inevitable, man. Like I just gotta let it go. Like it was funny at Kurt's wedding. Like the guys, uh, Henson, Jobs, they all just kept looking at me. Like, man, you're really losing your hair. I'm, I'm just. I, <laughs> I was like, hey, thanks, guys. Like, but at the same time, like I'm just like, yeah, dude. Like, like I can't stop it. I, I'm not gonna take Propecia, man. Like it's done. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey. I'll, I'll write you a script for minoxidil here pretty soon. So <laughs> look, man, just don't worry about it. I, I take in my collagen and uh, other things to try to keep my uh, uh, my skin, hair, and nails good. Just, I'm get good, some, man. I, get some I'm, biotin and vitamin D. Look, beans. hey, our number one fan, back to him again. Chris Holstein was like, "Hey, man, just let it go." And one time, I shaved it off. You remember I'm with back him then? on that? Just let, I, it just let it go. Like I, I just I'm, start wearing those cool I, like not berets. I don't know what they're like. They're like a, a like, flat build hat. Uh, Ham wears them. Oh yeah, yeah he's got Damn. the bowler derby. You just went up in my book like eighteen. Points. The great Hambino rocking oh, yeah. the rocking the bowler derby hat. My, my grandfather wore those. Yes, my grandfather he did, my didn't he? Old muzzleloader, aka. Oh yeah. Uh, rest in peace. But uh, yeah, man. Like I, I, I got to get this mole off the top of my head, and then I'll really consider it because I. I know, like, yeah. Yeah, I got a mole like on the very top of my head, and I need to get to a dermatologist and have it lopped off. Okay. Um, but after that, I might think about just, just just taking it straight off and keeping it. I'm probably one of those freaks that like you're gonna hang on till the very end. Uh, like my dad keeps going and getting haircuts over here. 
at Karen's and Cut. At Karen's Cut. That's right. Hit the plug. And my mom and I are like, we kind of laugh about it behind his back, like, buddy, <laughs> just let it go. Just let it grow out. If if you if like if you're getting your hair cut, yeah. and you're already bald, yeah, either just do the comb over. <laughs> That's a joke. Don't do the comb over. Uh, I've tr- I am. I comb. I comb over as much as possible, and it still don't help. Oh, it makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does. Nobody wants to be looking like well, Bill Murray. I have to say, like to go back to the um, in time a little bit, like two or three years ago when it first started happening, I really was noticing. I'm like, I asked my sister all the time, "Am I going bald?" And she'd never give me an answer. And I'm like, am I going bald? Like, just tell me now. And then, yes, yes, Glenn, yes, whatever you say, yes, you're going bald. Eventually, the, it came to fruition in my own mind. I was like, yeah, I'm going bald. I just got to stop asking. Well, you know just, what? It's funny that you said that everybody was knocking you about it at Kurt's wedding. Yeah. Well, not knocking. They just kept pointing it out. I'm like, yes, I know. That I'm must fine. be a thing among... Among men. Because if you remember... This is 2018. I don't know what year it was. Me, you, and the not listener wannabe speaker <laughs> on the on the pod, Matt Henson. Uh-huh. The three of us went to Roxelena uh, apartment pool. Yeah, he used because, to work up there. Yeah, he worked there, and we just went into the pool. Hung out day. there. Yeah, and hung out. Drank beer. Did we? Yeah, you could take beer in. Okay, well. I don't remember what year. Maybe like 2000. I want to say 12, 12 13. Maybe. Yeah, it was like right 13, 12, one of those years. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting there minding my business, and he goes, "Jay, you're thinning." <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I'm glad to see that everybody's hey, still it, pointing it it's, out. Like, it's still going. It's still uh, it's still a reoccurring theme. But I have thin hair as it is. So we both do. Yeah. It's so maybe like, back to our uh, back to your original story, like. I guess that's just what we have similar body types. I have some facial hair. You got more facial hair. Our hair's kind of thin on top, but we both had hats on. Yeah, you know, I I, I get it. Uh, we we've been accused of that before, so whatever. Um, but it, it was an interesting conversation. And she even went so far, even after that, like the the moment had passed. They were minding their business. They had a huge Hershey kiss on the table. Yeah, they did. Like yeah. one, she like had one that. that would feed a small village. I noticed her. She had that when she asked us to move. Politely. Yeah, it, it, weird thing to take into a coffee shop. Probably one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I guess the table. Yeah, but you don't need that big of a Hershey kiss. Like that's gonna kill some. And they were all older. I was like, you one guys. One dude are- was younger. One dude, he, he had his back to us. Ah, uh, yeah. Or maybe maybe he was. Well, the old. woman that came in with the dog that was a little that was odd for the guy sitting beside the, on the. Uh, he he seemed to be a little perplexed by the dog. What yeah. what's your feeling? What's your feeling about dogs in like restaurants and uh, if, coffee shops? If they are well behaved, I don't mind. You don't mind. But if they, it's like it's the same with a kid. If you take a kid Ooh, now, whoa, 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 we're comparing humans to animals. Only, just, only, in just the, so you're aware. Of that's that. fine. You're, you might that's offend fine. some people here. I don't with care. Kids. I don't care. <laughs> only, only in the realm of if you have a kid in there that's crying, screaming, taken away from other people's enjoyment of of why they came to be there. Do everybody a solid and just like take the kid outside. It's your responsibility. Take the kid outside. Calm down. Give him a bottle. Give him a little walk around. Whatever the kid wants, needs. Don't subject other people to mm. your kid being unhappy. Okay. All right. I, 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 if you take a dog in there and the dog is like barking, knocking stuff off the table, roaming around, getting on other people's nerves, 
it's 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 not the exact same situation, but it's comparable. It's tricky. It's a tricky conversation. That dog was very well behaved. Correct. I didn't even realize it was in there after a while. Correct. It was just sitting around. Just sitting that around. It, and it was a large dog. That's the that and, and here's why it's a it's a it's a tricky conversation to have because um one what we're what we're doing is we're blanketing um the conversation with the experience we had today in comparison to maybe an experience that you've had in the past. Well, so, not all kids go into coffee shops and throw tantrums. True, that's the thing. You know you what got, I mean? You so it's, think about the venue. Right, we're at a coffee shop right. where where kids typically don't go. I've had my daughter in Moxie. Okay, and she's been well behaved. Sure, she's an outlier in mm-hmm. that sense. She knows she's she's behaved well in that it's one also, setting. It's also, I would say, more of a uh, hipster. Um, but there was a there was a woman over in the corner that had her kid in a stroller. And she had just walked in. She had a walk, I guess, around downtown. Mm-hmm. Had her kid. In. Now, if her kid starts crying and she's a toddler, I got no problem with that because I, on on the spectrum of things, having kids allows you the understanding of like when you're in a, a, a quaint, tight, small space, and a kid starts acting out. Let's say they're under the age of two years old. When you when you go through that experience, you have a better understanding of like you you know that like it could happen to anyone, any parent at any time. They don't want their kid to be crying and messing everything up, but they you know at, at the same time like they have every right to be still in that setting taking care of their kid. I guess it, it, it's, I still it's a, feel it's I tricky, still, man. It's I tricky. still feel like if you go to Chick Fil A and there's kids crying. That's a, that's a family that's setting. That's a calculated though. risk. Yeah, that's like, a family setting. You're more you're comfortable in there than that. But if you go to some place like Moxie and your kid starts crying, I feel like you need to do everybody the respect because they're not. That's not exactly a kid-friendly environment. If your kid's acting up, just just go outside for a second, or get your coffee and go. I know that's a tough pill to swallow for you, my friend. I haven't right. had that. I haven't had what you're talking about. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been perfectly fine in that. And I like I was telling you, I'm trying to explain that you you get a better uh, understanding of what people are going through when you go through that perspective change. I and, yeah, I would agree. And the dog thing's a little tough for me in the sense that I love dogs too, but I don't know if I want them where I'm eating and drinking at. I have I keep my dog out of the kitchen. I try to. For the most sense. Now, he eats in the kitchen, but I try to get him out of the kitchen as soon as he's done eating. There's just something about that. that I try and it fails. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep my dog out of the bed. And, and, and inside, like, it's it's tricky in the restaurant sense because even with that dog well-behaved, I don't know if anybody... What if someone has a dog allergy? You know what I mean? Like, there is that, like... That's true. Are, they, are the dogs... Are the dogs... Uh, entitled to that space more than that human being is if they have a dog or cat allergy or whatever because we know you and i both know we've gotten off the rails with this service dog thing it's it's kind of gotten a little bit over the top so i don't even know if that woman needed it was that one was that dog a service dog or was that dog just a dog to the woman you know what i mean like yeah and that argument seems to come up when you're like hey i don't want dogs in restaurants or anywhere else that humans are eating food or drinking yeah. stuff i mean when i was flying last time it's it's tricky, there was like man. a saint bernard getting on a plane with a chick and i know it's because she has classified that dog uh, as a as an emotional support, support dog. service dog right 
And I'm like, people are taking advantage of that. Does this St. Bernard get its own seat? <laughs> uh, does it sit on your lap? Does it shit in the floor? What about the people sitting in your aisle? Like, are they having to deal with this dog? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So today, I didn't feel like the dog posed. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I like the dog was fine. I, I had no problem with the there dog. Are, like, but I getting... saw the guy's reaction across from them, and he didn't seem oh, like he, he was, liked it. He was kind of like, and I got it? it. I got it. I see both sides of it. I understand yeah. with the point that you're making. I feel like I understand my own point that I'm making. But at the same time, like it's a real right. fine line where it can go really it south, can, really quickly. as with everything. Right. There 100%. are a lot of shades of gray. A hundred percent. But. That story was funny, and then we had another one where a guy came up after the fact and, and kind of hit on the same point that the woman did, That and then he asked me if I knew or I was a certain person, and I was I was a little dumbfounded about what he asked me. I have no me. idea what he said. <laughs> he kind of mumbled with some words again. He was like, he was, are you such and such? And I'm like, uh, he was, no. Yeah, he was facing you, so I just kind of felt awkward. He pounded both of his coffee drinks, by the way, like they were like... Uh, like they were like nothing. Like he got one and then went up and got the other, and those things, drugs. those things were gone in like three minutes. I was like, man, he didn't even care to enjoy that. He just needed yeah. that for uh, his own. Uh, a dark place. Yeah, movement <laughs> uh, and brain activity. But that lady, she even took it so far at, uh, when we were standing there waiting on that muffin to come out, or no, the 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 chai to go. She said, "You guys need to talk to your mothers and see." <laughs> And I was like, wow, lady, you're bold. You are. Our mothers did grow up uh, down the street from each other as well. They did. I mean, they grew they up did. in the same place. But, yeah, like, hey, look, we're not brothers. We we, we, we tell everyone we're brothers, yeah. but not by blood. Yeah. Uh, through uh, other other reasons, we're brothers. It's like I used to have this shirt. I, actually, I still have it. I just don't wear it very often anymore. It says New York University on it. Yeah. If you look at my Facebook page, you can see it. I wear it. I did wear it a lot. And people would always ask me if I would. And it just got to the point where I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Stop asking. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I went there. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, you know Chris Hendricks? <laughs> I, I remember him, yeah. The chair. Uh, you know. uh, but it, that, that, that brought me to a point that I thought about when we were uh, in there talking and why I love coffee shops so much and why I think they're very pivotal to the communities that they're in is that they allow for that sort of dialogue to happen with complete strangers. And sometimes, yeah, it can be awkward and maybe even ruin your day. But today, it was just such a, 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 a nice... We, we were sitting at a table. She came up and politely asked us if, if we could move so she could house her friends. And you and I both look at each other like, of course. Like, yeah, we love... I love the fact that you can go to any coffee shop in the world, sit down have a beverage someone with someone and just talk face to face mm-hmm. and enjoy each other's company. Yep. And and by no means is a coffee shop a hostile ground for like takeovers. Right. You know what I mean? Which I'm sure those have happened in other places, but for us, for you and I, we're pretty easy go easy going and we're like, "Hey, look, yeah, we're we're taking it we're up a big table like an asshole. Let let us move out of your way." And you know what? We we talked earlier today uh, about the different coffee joints we've been yeah. around, around get, the I can't wait to get into that. Now, the best one that I have ever been in was downtown Chicago, a joint called Intelligentsia. Mm-hmm. Okay, give that a Google. If you're in the area, I highly recommend you drop in and and 
let them do some magic for you. Right. Um, the interior is like Gatsby-esque. You got, I stole that from you. You said it's like a Gatsby. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember exactly. Decor. Yeah. Um, the dudes are wearing bow ties and aprons, white apron. They're looking dapper. You know, you can tell they've groomed themselves nice just to come to work and make coffee. Yeah, they f- they make it. I'm sure that I've not been there, but they make it feel like um, Man, they're awesome. professional. Yes, very professional. That's, like that's what they do right. for a living, and, and I'm sure they're paid well to do it, and they love to do it. Yeah, like I I remember asking the dude when I went in because here I was this out of sorts tourist. You know, it's freezing outside, and I've got my like Columbia Arctic very touristy jacket on negative 30 oh my gosh it was cold i've never been that cold in my life <laughs> chicago at the beginning of january oh yeah i've probably it, been similar to that and never uh, been colder in north dakota but uh i asked the guy i'm like well what's good here and he was ready for that question of course and he just went down the list of everything and how they do it i mean very knowledgeable uh about his craft and I don't even remember what I got. It was some kind of coffee for, with African origins. I, I remember that. And um, I tried to take a, a mental note of the interactions that I saw playing out around me. And it, it's stuff that you don't really get the sense of here because this is a smaller city. Right. People, um, they see each other more often. Right. You know? uh, one girl... She was a younger girl. I would say she might not have even been 20 yet. And I could tell just by what she was saying, she might have even confessed it, that she really had no idea about coffee. It goes back to my novice comment. Yeah. And it's she, a little overwhelming. She was like, I'm so glad you reached out to me and, and, and we met up today. We hadn't seen each other in so long. Which I know that happens here. You know, you know, can but, you imagine how many business and uh, meetups and things that are happening inside of like the coffee shop realm? It is really a place that you can literally, yeah, like you, you, you can be nervous as all nervous. Maybe you haven't seen somebody in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you want to go grab a coffee? Hey, girl, you want to go grab a coffee? Like, whatever, yeah, it's just a comfort, a comfortable setting to be in. It is to talk to people, and on top of you know, her meeting up with this old friend that she hadn't seen in a while. There were business meetings going on. Right. I mean, like legitimate mm-hmm. Chicago oh, yeah. business meetings at the Mob table stuff right next <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, behind me, a dude just sitting at the at the little bar on with, his laptop. Yeah, music in. Right. But at, this was really close, if not located on immediately on a law school campus. Right. So it played the part. Right. And people in there were dressed. Very eloquently, I would say it's it's my dream. Now I, I want to finish Moxie before I get into my uh, excursions to different coffee shops. But it's I gotta I gotta let this be known. It's my dream job to open and run a coffee shop, and I think the best way to do that in my mind is to go out across the country and just see how different places do different things take notes and then bring it back all together yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. just throw it I'll put my twist on how i feel like it should go but at the same time see everybody's yeah for sure everybody's you know gig well the reason i brought that place up is for for a major hustle and bustle hub like chicago that place did it right 
and and I would go over and over and over again. Right. I would be a regular if I lived there. Right. Bring that to small town USA where we are right now. Moxie's doing the exact same thing, but catering it to where we're at. Right. The demographic. Yeah. The demographics so, are way different. So the only thing that is different about Intelligentsia versus uh, Moxie, one, they they offer more on their menu. Yeah. And two, they source their coffee out to other establishments in Chicago. Right. Like I, I think I told you I went to a cupcake place on the other side of the city. And they had the They coffee. were selling Intelligentsia coffee, which I got. Right. Um, but yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, par for par that's that's sort of uh, uh, that's uh, comparative in one of the places I was going to talk about um, in Orlando uh, my good f- friend Josh he uh, frequents the East End Market and uh, they do Lineage Coffee out of there and Lineage uh, has different storefronts um, throughout Orlando but they source their coffee to other places as well so that's kind of like uh, Valencia does mm-hmm. or whatever the name is Intelligentsia Intelligentsia sorry um, a sweet name. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's let's wrap. Let's put a bow on um, on Moxie. Let's just hit the review um, all together. I think we touched on decor, setup. Uh, not much food, just in the way of just bakery items, drinks. I think we hit that earlier on, and we gave them a little uh, a glimpse into what uh, an experience can be like in there. And I've been there. Gosh. I'd put a number on it 30 times maybe taking various people there people that don't know anything about coffee people that do know something about coffee every experience has been pretty enjoyable Um, I haven't had a really bad one in there and so I'll take the lead on the the uh, the rating Um, I think it's a very solid place for you just spoke about the demographic. It's it's more it's it's in your it's in your face and nuts and bolts. It's not gonna it doesn't want to overwhelm you where most people in West Virginia might get overwhelmed in a more uh, intelligentsia yeah, yeah. coffee place. Where no they're, doubt, exactly. So um, I'm gonna hit it hard, and this is a staunch score at a seven point three, and I'm I'm recommending it all day every day. And I did, I did take my score down a little bit because I do agree with you. You hit on a great point about the layout of the, of the coffee shop. It does get a little bit tight inside. The feng shui is weird. And, it, and I, I like the, the decor and the feel. I just don't like how the setup is. Yeah. And they kind of maybe botched that or they just kind of worked with what they had. And the, when we pulled up today, I don't the the umbrellas weren't out outside. I kind of wanted to sit outside. I did. And I, that, I was that, afraid we would get rained on. Uh, yeah, but I, they, they they do have umbrellas, so I was like, man, eh, whatever, we'll take a chance. But they didn't. Yeah. And the doors have been messed up at times. I don't know if you've been in there when the doors have been messed up. It it, it just seems like they they can make some subtle changes mm-hmm. to the layout, and I think that could uh, open it up a little bit more. But solid seven point three. Um, one of the better coffee shops I've ever been to, and if I bring anybody comes in that I don't that has never been, I'm taking them. Yeah, and I'm recommending it to people like, hey, if you don't want Starbucks and you're more of a coffee coffee person, go to Moxie, man. And and, and the the prices are actually probably a little bit better than Starbucks. Maybe, For sure, maybe on par, maybe a little bit better. For what you get, yeah, the quality is way better. Yeah. So quality over quantity. There's mine, seven point three. What do you got for it? Seven point nine. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Nice. I know man. that I. Crit- I like that score too. I know though, that I criticized them about the situation. You did. You changed my score on that. But here's the thing. Go, uh, hit me. The reason why I'm giving them a seven point nine, despite the feng shui and the the parking situation. Yeah. It's really not designed for people to drive in right, from, right, from right. outside of town. Right. It's like the the capital city's. Um, corner coffee shop where literally corner coffee shop where you walk from your um your flat or your right your your, your studio your apartment, apartment. Yeah. or from from work if you're which nearby. we've always fantasized about having an apartment in downtown yeah overlooking just being able to get out and walk around the city yeah i like charleston man i I, do. I I like it i like it it's nice and quaint small not overwhelming mm-hmm. and you can get around but uh cool score man i and here's why, let me preface my score since you went with 7.9. And I could probably mostly get there with you, but I got to talk about my other experiences uh, in other cities. And I, w- I would like to give you some soft scores just off the top of my head of the places that I've been. And I've been to knock your sock off place. I'm not trying to boast or anything, but I, literally I've been to like I believe you. upper echelon. Um, my favorite coffee shop that I've ever been to in the country uh, is is called Hopscotch Coffee in Winchester, Virginia. And our buddy Bill got married last summer. And uh, me, Josh, Ham, Lauren, Josh's girlfriend, and my wife went to Hopscotch. Uh, It was right before, it was before all the wedding festivities kicked off on Saturday. And man, when you walk into that place, they have like a, a sunken down like a seating area basement style kind of thing but it's got like all these old vintage records and on the dude it's got this real like hippie like 70s 80s modernistic kind of uh feel like hit real hipster real hipster coffee scene and uh dude we sat down there and we just chatted it up and like had a great time. Here's some pictures of the the, the decor. We obviously can't oh, show people yeah. that, but uh, I like, like that. It's got a. It's just got a real cool, like you know that '70s show kind of feel. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, you with me? And uh, they had a we, record store in that '70s show. Kind yeah, of and like we that. just sat on the couch, man. Had coffee, just great, great uh, conversation. That's what I like. And you, just you go to it, a man. coffee shop, and they have. You know, couches, couches. and love seats. That's and one thing Moxie misses out on. They have a few couches over in the corner. Giving the nod to the central perk on Friends. Exactly. Kinda. You know what I mean? And they're, they were the real, what, like, forerunners of that. Like, yeah. let you know, like, this is where you want to hang out. And, uh, Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, man. Coffee know. was, I coffee go, was go fantastic, for that ice coffee. man. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Um, but that, if I'm giving it a soft rating, I'm going to put it at like a 9.8. One nine point two. I mean, it was that. Like our coffee came out pretty quick. They had a bunch of bevy. bevy. Like here's the here you know you're in a good coffee shop. If they give you different brew typing options, brewing options, they give you the um, the French press, the regular fresh brewed. They give you the um, uh, drip drip style. They give you cold brew. They give you nitro. They get all these different brew methods. That's when you know you're in. You hit a spot. But uh, to date, if you're ever in the Winchester area, definitely look up Hopscotch Coffee. Um, second, second place, and man, this is tough because 
I put them in like I put hopscotch in 9.2, 9.1. Me and my wife for our anniversary last year went to Savannah, Georgia. And Savannah, man, it is one of the coolest like old historic towns that I've ever been in. Like it just has that, it has that old like uh, southern like root feel. Yeah. But it's on a, they've kind of like hipped it up a little bit to like mm-hmm. our age. And man, you can hit so many, the the bevy of food options. And I, I know two people that have lived and went to school there. Marcus Weiss went there and then Josh's sis, sister Erica, which is Carl's wife, uh, which we talked about on the podcast before, uh, that she went to uh, art design school there. I don't think I knew that. They got married in Savannah. Okay. But they before me and my wife went they gave us some places to hit man and me and my wife ate like king and queen down there i mean we hit so many spots that it, it's hard to even remember them all I'm but hungry. <laughs> one of the uh coffee spots that we went to is called the coffee fox and dude you walk in there man and it, it's one of those overwhelming places but it's got like this wraparound bar mm-hmm. and then like just the feel inside man it's just real like uh it's kind of got that hopscotch feel but to a different feng shui yeah all the drinks in there top notch superb and then there's another place called collins quarter but it does more of like a brunch uh breakfast setting okay but they do like straight like cocktail like i had something in there that was like a cold brew with uh I can't remember what they mixed in there, but man, it was something like off the charts. And I was like, I would have never put these two things together. But it but works. But they had like, it was, it looked it, like when you described the place in Chicago, I described the bar setting at Collins Quarter. Those guys that are making those signature coffee cocktails, they are like, they've been trained. They're like um, bar rescue type people. You know what mm. I mean? Like where they literally are like. The guys that come in to rescue. I call those guys real baristas. Okay. Not the star like Starbucks. We've said enough about them. That's those guys behind those that Bastards. counter are baristas. Those guys are really sir like real deal right. cocktails. Right, 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 right. Um, those two places easily eight point seven and nine point oh. Like those two together. Let, me, so- Fox. let me soft score intelligence here real fast. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Best one you've ever been to, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's this. It's the. Uh, I'm going. 8.7. Wow. Yeah, 8. I would have thought you'd been in the nines. Thought um, about it. Yeah. About it. And then uh, another another place for me, and I don't want to keep rambling, rambling, rambling. We need to get to our uh, cornerstone, uh, the Mount Rushmore. I hope you're ready for that. I'm not. Uh, Dunn Brothers in Rochester, Minnesota. Uh, it's a uh, locally run spot with a few different uh, area locations. I was I'd got into town earlier into Minneapolis than some of my coworkers for an audit, and I love this area in like uh, it's like Rochester and uh, Saint Paul, okay, like where they kind of mix on the outside of Minneapolis. Never been, Wouldn't man. I I told my wife when I got back after the first time I experienced it, I was like I would live there in a heartbeat because it just feels like. Like Minnesota, Minneapolis to me is one of the cooler cities I've ever been to because it's it's a mix between people that are going through like harsh winters. You know what I mean? Like you know how north north or east, eastern people like they're kind of like standoffish, off puttish. So they're like real oh, like yeah. gung ho to ready to fight you and get mad and get out of my way kind of thing. Minnesota has the nicer version of that. Ooh. You know, and then they have sort of the Canadian feel too, the Canadian uh-huh. drop down. 
and they're Canada. just it, they do yeah the the dialect everything like it's they're really cool people up there and uh, but anyways Dumb Brothers it's this old like old fashioned coffee shop like one you would think you'd be in like the the Great Depression like 1940s you go in it's real like hardened walls and uh, everybody's got newspapers it's like, it's out like intelligentsia you know, kind of but not on the sense of bow ties and stuff okay. this is like blue collar like Ooh, okay. you know I, what I mean I, like I, the, I like the people that are giving that's serving you he's got a t-shirt like, on like jeans Christmas story town kind of exactly kinda. and you go in oh people are riding their bikes families are out it's like the deals of coffee shops exactly great great analogy okay um, and like it's just you go in, you talk about your nine to five, you read what's in the newspaper. Everybody's in there is kind of middle class to lower class. You know, no one's doing, no one's in there that's like upper echelon. It's a yeah. real like work pale. Like that's you go fill your thermos up with this coffee. Okay, you know what I mean. I like it. You're going, you're going to your factory job with this coffee. What's the name of this place again? Dunn Brothers. D U N N Brothers. Um, it's a solid eight three to eight five, just for up. me because I like I like that feel because that 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 takes me back to my roots because that's kind of the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. My dad was sort of a blue collar factory worker. My mom, you know, raised us and then worked uh, for Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and it was just middle class America. You know what I mean? And that that took me back to my roots. Right on. Um, I would definitely hang out like that's a family setting coffee shop, like real fan like. Everybody from the family comes in. It would be a place you could hang out like after Thanksgiving dinner and you go in and have a nice coffee or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. take a whole family. Like no one's going to fill out a place. Even if you don't like coffee, you know what I mean? You're going to be like, I can still sit here I'm and yuck it up. I'm they have non-coffee options most likely. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, not that I recall, but I'm sure you could get a Coca-Cola in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those glass bottle Coca-Cola places. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last... Uh, excursion for me uh, I feel like I'm rambling but Orlando and uh, Orlando had this place one of the it stood out to me it stands out to me to this day it's called Credo Josh took me there and Lauren and I was with Ham and you walk up to Credo you order your drink and they allow you to pay whatever you want to pay I could have paid him a quarter I could pay him six bucks I could pay him a hundred bucks. I could pay him anything I want to pay him. Progressive. I think and, I saw this on TV. Yeah, I think I saw them on the Travel Channel. Or Very something. well. It's it's a concept that's kind of catching storm uh, in different like settings, but literally they're like, this is what we recommend you pay, but you don't have to pay that. You can pay whatever. And you know what happened to all all four of us? I I don't think Lauren was with us. I think it was just me, Josh, and you him. You paid more. We paid more. What an interesting sociology experiment! It hit, is. it tickled the psychology part of my brain because I'm really interested in that stuff. I was like, "You guys, you guys are really like, I can give you a quarter and you're gonna be fine with that." But I didn't want to. What are you gonna I, do to my drink if I give you a quarter? Because I had, a, I, I had some pride, right? My pride part kicked in. Like they're working hard for their money. I want to give them my hard-earned money because they're giving me the option. It was this weird thing. I, it's hard to explain, but I, I Credo in Orlando. Credo in Orlando. If we ever, if hey, look, we're planning a Disney World trip in a few years when Mom retires. You're more than welcome to the hitch hitch a wagon down to go to Disney World. Yes, <laughs> yes. I I don't know if that was kind of organic, but yeah, you if could you definitely. could hear my facial expression just now. 
you, oh. you would definitely be welcome in the, into the Sunshine State with us. You, um, know, you know something? Josh. Yeah. I parted with my my PlayStation for two weeks mm. while Flan and... We I, played Fortnite twice together. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm I'm bubbling inside. Don't get, don't get, don't bring the anger out in me. That's it. I'm I'm extremely angry at him. That sap story you texted me. Oh, dude, it was lengthy. It was gross. It was pathetic. pathetic. Come on, come on. Just be like Jake. Can Flan borrow your PlayStation? What's up? I love you, man. But can Jay borrow your PlayStation? Pathetic. He, He, I did without for two weeks, so you guys can only play twice. How about you hook me up with the Florida resident discount? Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. And and better you know, yet, maybe you you know people. You know he has people. a wristband. He has a one of the local wristband for a year or whatever. He let me, gets the, let me get that. Yeah, let me get that. Well, supposedly it has your all your information in there, and they have photo ID on it. So you ain't let me get you your, ain't passing, let me get your license. You ain't passing as a I'll uh, shave Puerto Rican. <laughs> I'll shave my head for, for this. He's got bigger muscles than you. <laughs> But anyway, we, we can figure something out. Anyways, something out. anyways, Credo, top notch. Coffee was amazing. Decor, all we set, we set in many different spots. We had a great conversation. It was cool, really cool. Um, the other one is I talked about Lineage earlier, and uh, they do various. I've been in various spots for them. Uh-huh. Fantastic, man! Like fantastic coffee. Um, I actually, I got a great story about that. We. Uh, we went down and did a Spartan race last December. Yes. And uh, did that half marathon grueling uh, a day of two and three hours of us running around on obstacles. And the the couple of days before I was down early, we went to Wine Wednesday downtown and I, I tied one on down there. <laughs> Next morning, we tried to go to the East. We went to East End. He drove. He drove. I was feeling like, I mean, awful. And uh, he pulled in, and uh, he got food and brought it out. And I, I, the first time in my career, Jay, first time in my career, I threw up the next day. So I got out of the car and Man, threw up in weak. the bushes. Yeah, it was weak. Was this like five months ago? Yeah. And then I got back in the car, and Lineage is known for their like uh, cold brew. They offered it in the bottles. Well, he took some old bottles in and got some uh, do- some cents off dollars, whatever, and brought out a coconut cream cold brew that was in a bottle. Dude, I drank that thing in like two drinks, and it brought me back to life. So ever since then, I've like I've given I've given Lineage the nod and one of the better coffees that I've had because it literally brought me from the brink of death. Uh, intrigue back. Dude, it was delicious. And you know, I'm not one for filler outside of. I explained that earlier. Right. Uh, this one, man, that coconut cream. I don't know what it was. It was just like the perfect elixir to get my body moving Ooh, again. Man, I don't even like coconut. Mm, it for was the good. Most part. Dude. I would definitely try that. It was good. And I have to say, I have had the um, what's it called? Coconut cold brew. Yeah. At Starbucks, it's good. The coconut it, cold cream. It is. Yeah. It is. It's good. It is. So and, and while one last thing, while we're giving nods to caf, coffee cafes, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, Cathedral Cafe in Fayetteville. I'm gonna throw them a soft score of 8.0. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been. It's pretty nice. It's like a, a an old church. Oh, cool. And they they basically revamped the interior. Oh, I'm going. Um, yeah. They, going in the upstairs where the balcony is. Yeah. There's like a totally. I guess vegan like smoothie bar. Cool. 
Yeah, and they're tasty. I'm game. I'm going. Yeah. Um, the score on Credo, uh, definitely because of the 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 pay system, so intriguing. It's a solid. It's a solid eight 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 point eight. And then lineage, it's an eight nine to like nine one. Mm-hmm. Like it. Like okay, the plate. I didn't give enough to. They opened a new spot, and I don't remember exactly where it was in the Orlando area. But dude, we went in there, and it was just like. This is cool, man. It was just a cool place to hang out in. And it was right before we flew out that evening. And all those spots, man, like uh, Credo. I got to try Credo. Uh, Coffee Fox, uh, Collins Quarter, and then the, the creme de la creme to me is Hopscotch. I, that, that's just, that place, I don't know what it was about that day, but it was just really cool, man. Um, that's a real rundown of if you're ever in those areas – and you want coffee or coffee drinker, please take me up on those recommendations. Um, really, really are worth the bang for your buck. And just don't don't be in a hurry to get anywhere. That's my recommendation. Ever Whenever you're going to a coffee shop, kind of put everything to the side, relax, go in there, and just lose track of time a little bit. And just enjoy the company of others and take it all in for what it's worth because that's what they're meant there to do. Um, and... That's it, man. That's my. I, I rambled on a lot, but that's my. You are passionate about coffee. Oh, I love it. If oh. no one has been able to figure that out yet, Flan is very passionate about coffee. I uh, I do have a. Passion. He's gonna be sad when this podcast is over. I am. I, I actually wanted to keep going and going and going. I feel like I'm leaving stuff out. Um, I'm passionate about coffee, and I think I'm just as equally as passionate about like podcasts. Like, uh, I'd say. I mentioned this in the... What did I say on the way back here? I said um, podcasts are mobile coffee shops. Yeah. Because it gets dialogue going. Going. It's like a... uh, It's a lubricant for the mouth. It's a crossover. It is. that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's... I don't even know what that means. (laughs) It just got (laughs) R-rated. It is... It is a uh, a social elixir for uh, dialogue and camaraderie. It ma- yeah. it brings it together, man. Like podcasts, when I started listening to them in 2012 and 13, it changed my whole worldview. It allows you. It, it, there's a podcast. The the running joke right now. If you everyone has a podcast, and that's kind of jokey because there are good podcasts, bad podcasts okay podcast ours was probably on the batter side whatever we're all the way yeah we're in the like we've been telling you guys we're in the little league suck minor league whatever hate myself (laughs) but like they allowed this to happen in such an organic way and just for us to be able to talk about things that we really enjoy and like yeah and be able to share it with what the 20 listeners that we have that it's just it's fulfilling to me and it's cool because like we don't really get to see each other as often as we used to no no you got life going on you got life life going on i'm gonna be like a wall in a couple months and this will allow for us to get together and talk even now like it, it provides an outlet for us to just hang yeah and you know what i haven't i haven't said anything to you about this yet i just thought of it and I'm going to pitch it right now. Go. Love a good pitch. There are not a lot of places around here that we have not been to yet. Okay? Yep. That being the case, I say we put it to the listeners. Mm. Anybody that has the 
I don't know what the the desire to get on. We like get some, feedback. Something like Google Maps or something of the Charleston area. Or even Huntington. the greater West yeah. Virginia area. Find a place that you think seems interesting and we will do our best to get there and give you a review. There you go. So we're going to Morgantown in a few weeks, weekends hopefully. Yeah. And weekend of the twenty third. Trying to swing something there. And then Cincinnati happens next week if you could make it to Cincinnati for an evening. Wait, if not, when? uh April twenty third. So it's all in the same week. Um jeez. Oh, yeah. Uh I we go to twenty we go to the twenty me and Chris go twenty third to Cincinnati. And the, then that weekend at the twenty eighth we go to Morgantown. It if you're I can't do the twenty third. I got something going on. We'll be day. there through the 25th, probably. Oh, I don't know. It's whatever. Know. Trying um, to throw something together for the 28th, but um, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. If, if you got... Yeah, Flan, well, Flan's pretty much the point of contact for this. Like yeah, I, like I said last week. People reach out for yeah. whatever reason. I, I come into the studio here, and then once we wrap it up, yeah, I'm, you kinda, I'm hands off. I'll, I'll give it a retweet, but... <laughs> People don't like me on social media, so I'm boring. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just I wanted to finish my point that like podcast changed my life because it gave me an outlet to like other people's viewpoints that I wasn't getting on social media. It's so, important because it, it kind it's of storytelling and it's fine. It ex- like a lot of people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. A lot of people in this area, and I know it's not just here; it's everywhere. But in like smaller towns without a lot of outside influence such as here people live in their bubbles yeah very much so closed off to the rest of the world closed off to to their their uh beliefs right and podcasts kind of open up they open that door yeah and that i think that's why it's changing i i hear tvs push agendas yeah tv channels podcasts are pretty pretty uh straightforward organic what it is is what it is right so and uh, I think I've heard this sentiment uttered through other people that have performed across the country, and they say now when you go to let's say Des Moines, Iowa, in 2018, you run into a lot more people in Des Moines, Iowa, that know what's going on, instead of back in like 2012 and 11 when they were sort of uh, disconnected from everything. So there's this 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 information highway. Our podcast to blame, you be the judge. I I think they I, I don't think the word blame, I think it's the word like the, the podcasts are innovation. Podcasts are the 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 new information highways. Influence. Influence. Yeah. yeah. They definitely allow you to get on there and listen to anybody and everybody and it's great. And I owe I owe a lot of my evolution <laughs> as a person and a human being to this forum and that's why I had this dream we talked about doing this sort of what we're doing right now gosh last year probably in June and July I was like hey man we should do a podcast where we just review restaurants and then it just kind of sat there for a minute I don't even know if it started out as a podcast it was just us we were going to record ourselves let's just go and review a restaurant right and and record it its way into a podcast yeah and then we found our Chris helped me find the Anchor podcast, and boom, here we are today, and continuing to go forward in our food adventure and reviews. And even then, like, hey, look, when when life gets tough for you here in July, August, 
we can just have a podcast where we just get on and talk. Like this thing is to me, yeah. this thing is just a tool for us to. We might have to do a lot of remote podcasts. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, and even then, I can travel to you and make it easier for you. We can do it down in Huntington, yeah, which I passed your apartment yesterday. Oh coming yeah, coming back from Bonhoff. Yeah, that's right, you did. I didn't even think of that. Uh, look, here, let me let me let this cat out of the bag. Bonhoff, aka the train station, is the best restaurant in West Virginia. Yeah, you heard it here first. There is no comparison, and I'm dying to meet the the person that trumps Bonhoff. But to me, it doesn't get any better. Nope. Um, if you're in the Huntington area and you don't go to Bonhoff, that's a you problem. The only I feel bad for you that you didn't know that it was there. The only thing that I can think of that beat Bonhoff at its own game was Jug and Kill. No. Not yeah. even, no. I would disagree to the to the to the moon and back. Bonhoff, How can you? Bonhoff blows Jug and Kill out of the water. Fran gorged himself. I love so I big, love Jug so and much Paul. at Jug and Kill. He went in the bathroom and made himself throw up. <laughs> So I can come back for more. That's how gluttonous we were at this place. That's how oh, great it was. You should have seen what I put down yesterday. A sausage party and a whole porchetta sandwich and an Oreo cream puff and two beers. Oh, yeah. I was just going to town, man. I couldn't get enough. I was just just crushing it. Love that yeah. place, man. Hey, look. You heard it here first. We'll do a review. It's, we'll, it's we'll, it, we'll do a review, but I, I mean, we've both been enough. I can tell you right now. I can do a review right high, now. High, high score. High, high score. Look for the in the future, high, high score. And I'm telling you, I don't think I'm going to be able to rate anything else in the state of West Virginia higher than it. Yeah, I don't either. Manny's, what we, I think I said Manny's was anywhere from like a 9.4 to 9.6, one of the best experiences I've ever had. Bonhoeff's in the high eights, low nines for sure. Yeah, I agree. And once we'll talk about that later on. But uh, yeah, I just, this this thing right here, is really cool and fun to do and going and doing what we did today is it's like today was it's raining outside now after not raining before and like this is just a nice way for us to hang out and kick it on a sunday when we don't got a lot going on and just express our viewpoints on how important coffee and uh the community Mm -hmm. is to us and friendship and uh just genuinely good times times that we'll remember for the rest of our lives like we do i think we do a lot of things unknowingly of the fact that we're going to talk about them these will be these are the we're making memories by doing this podcast not number one number two all the events and times that we've gone out to eat and hang out and go and do other various activities there'll be stuff we'll talk about for generations to come like literally it's just really cool, man. It's really it's really awesome to be doing. Sound like a Miller Lite commercial. <laughs> All right, so we've waited <laughs> we've waited long enough. Um let's hit it let's hit it with the Mount Rushmore. Um we're coming up on I think almost two hours. We got ten minutes to get through the Mount Rushmore video games unless you want to do a whole other segment. No, I can do it. Okay. All right, give me your Mount Rushmore video games. Okay, ready? Ready. In, in no particular order. No particular order, just four of the best games you ever played in your life. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Man, that's a good one. Um, Halo 2. 
Um, I gotta say, this is where it gets tough. I know. I know. I know the next one's easy. If we're gonna have similar. We're gonna have a similar amount of rush mark, and just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag on that. But um, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm probably gonna dull him into why. Maybe just a little bit, but I'm gonna say. Oh man. I think I know. But go ahead. I, I can't wait to. You. I think I can finish your sentence right now. Uh, really? Yes. I don't. I don't know. You and I play different games. Though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't. I can't do it in the newer games. I'm just thinking strictly older games. Uh, Maybe you'll throw me for a curveball here. I think I'm gonna say. Okay. Let me. Let me okay. I'm gonna say. Uh, Sim City. Oh, no, not Sim City. I'm sorry. Sim Tower. Oh, Sim I forgot Tower. about that one. That was a guilty. I loved. Years. I loved Sim Tower and the Sim series started off what is still going on today with the Sims. Um, right. There's Sim City that keeps, you had keeps the going. Sim I, roller coaster. I, no, no, no. All roller coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon, which I might have to put in the fourth spot there. Oh man, you left two off. Uh, that I thought for sure you'd go with. Man, it, it, it's so it's so difficult. hard. It is. It is. Roller There's, coaster tycoon. I can still sit and play those scenarios. You love that game. You love those role playing. I, I like tycoon games. games where you you just like manage situations and yeah. see if you're successful or not. Yeah. Um, but for the fourth spot, this is gonna shock you. Yeah. Sonic. What? That's right. Started it all off with Sonic the Hedgehog. Man, that was before all, you and me then. Yes, it was. I would get up before school and play it. Wow. Yeah. Sonic and Knuckles. That's dedication. It is. So what was that? That's that's uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Halo I'm, Two, I'm, Sim Tower, Sonic. See, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of uh, some of that. You, I think we didn't we didn't do it a fair uh, in fairness. You went specific. That was a. Also on the fly. Right. You went specific, though, in the sense that you could put some of those other Zelda games in there if you wanted to. Like, does it, I, I kind of want to do the franchise if there's multiple games to it. Mm, so I'm going to lead know. off. I'm going to lead. I know, Ocarina of Time. Hey, look, I'm with you on Ocarina of Time. That was a great game. But once you beat it, it was kind of like you can go back and do different scenarios. I have it on my bucket list to beat that game in one day, in one 24-hour period. I'm going to do it before I start school this fall. I'm going to. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna start it. Like, That's a goal, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> sit down and do it in within 24 hours. I hear you. Um, I'm sure it's been done. Probably. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, did, you, did you ever follow the saga of Billy Mitchell and Donkey Kong? No. Where that guy set out. There was a documentary done where that guy set out to beat Billy Mitchell's scores and break the Donkey Kong game. He just got uh, caught for uh, for uh, doing something with his. Uh, Device on the arcade where it kind of sh- um, shot out like different scores. But back in college, we watched that documentary called oh. Quest for Kong or Quest, Quest for something. And Billy Mitchell is a fraud. Just want to put that out there. I always knew he was a fraud, but he's a fraud. Um, here's my Mount Rushmore, and I gotta I gotta keep it in the sense of uh, I can't do specific games. I have to keep it in franchise sense. Uh, number one for me is Madden across the board. I spent a lot of my years on Madden Mobile, Madden Arcade. 
True. Uh, all the other Maddens. Like I was very highly competitive in that football game. I yeah. used to I used to hang it on you guys <laughs> yeah. when I had the PS4 over at Cares. True. I was running that one play that was unstoppable. <laughs> that play that he saw on YouTube. I, I cheat play that can't be beaten. I'd put a I'd, I'd put him in trips and just and hot route everything and it was unstoppable. I'd put eighty on you in the first half. <laughs> Stupid. Um, Madden franchise for sure is on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, Goldeneye is my Mount Rushmore. There's no oh, yeah. there's no ifs ands buts about it. That started my. Uh, that, that's, that, the, that's the originator of multiplayer. That my led book. my, uh, yeah, that led my first-person shooter uh, addiction. Um, ha- ha- the whole Halo franchise. Okay. Um, I actually met, pe- <laughs> I met people across the country that I became friends with, that I hung out with. Nerd. <laughs> Shout out Tyler Acorn, aka Pee Wee, and sm- the aka Pee Wee Smoky Connection. For life, like we actually hung out in real life. You guys gave me a lot of crap over meeting that guy, but he's a really cool dude. Um, and that, I said, I've said Madden, Goldeneye, Halo, and then the last one. It it's tough, man. It's it's I, there's. I've played a lot of baseball games, and I played baseball in real life, so like they were fun, but they didn't. They didn't last in my mind. There were a few that stood out. You remember Slugfest, King Griffey Slugfest? Of course. That was a great game. Um, the show's a great game. Uh, all The NCAA College Baseball MVP 2005. Yeah. All those games are like in the same tier, but I feel like they don't make it quite to R- Mount Rushmore. Man, it's, I don't know. That 2005. Man. MVP 2005 is a really good game. That's the one with Manny Ramirez on yes. the cover, right? That one was. Legitimate. Never forget. Um, the mini games. Yeah. Yeah. Remember in that college baseball game, you could play that hitting challenge where you just had the um, the ramps and the that stuff was in, out there. That was an MVP. It was it? Yeah. 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 I think they had it in college baseball too. But, uh, man, it's tough. Um, trying to think. I know I'm forgetting one that I played a lot. I I guess it's it's not as hard as I'm making it out to be. It's got to be the Call of Duty series. Like Call of Ooh. Duty, Call of Duty has to make my Mount Rushmore. Modern Warfare Two, to this day, was one of the that is one of the best one of the best campaign plus multiplayer games <sighs> that ever. Campaign was that campaign. Sick. Halo's in that same discussion too. Like Halo had a sick campaign plus online. I capabilities. just hate the flood, man. I want to skip every the level. The flood was so scary when we first yeah when it first came out and we were kind of little. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was. The scary. only other game that scared me that bad with the flood was uh, Resident Evil, the first one. No, I never played it. Oh my gosh, the first one was terrifying. Yeah, I want to play the new uh, Bio. I think it's Biohazard, Resident Evil. Yeah, I want to do that. But there you have it, Halo. Uh, what should our next Mount Rushmore be? Yeah, I haven't given that much thought. I thought video games was pretty easy because we had that back and forth with the two week stint with my with yeah. your PS4. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it some thought, but uh, there you have it. Like Halo, Modern oh. Warfare, Madden. TV show. We should do TV show. That, that'll be... <laughs> I think that'll be really easy. Really? Yeah. I do. I really do. Probably. I, I, I saw the Heisenberg sticker here. Yeah. The old Heisenberg got the Dexter sticker. 
Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, Foo Fighters. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Dexter was not going to make my Mount Rushmore. Ooh, I thought it might. Nope. You didn't like the ending either. The only one I ever heard. I didn't mind the ending, actually. I just find it totally hard to believe that the... He fell off the map. He, yeah, he did. He's, but it's so hard to believe that the serial killer gets almost caught about a hundred times and somehow... You can't kill somebody in a... You can't create a kill room in an airport and... <laughs> a little unbelievable. Yeah, it's just... Come on. But there you have it. We'll be back with a review of Chow Tai, hopefully by the end of the week, uh, next week. Not holding my breath. And, uh... Send they, us send us a spot, guys they, and gals. We'll we'll get we'll get some feedback from the listeners. The train's leaving the station. Choo choo choo. Grab your fork. Rolling out. Fork on and fork off.